Alright, this is Rev DUT and I'm kicking back up here on Cleveland and Greenbrier. Actually, I'm on Cleveland Street now. I'm on the second bench. I can see the foothills in front of me. There's some houses up here, but you guys would really like this if you've seen it. It's really beautiful over here. It's a nice blue sky with a few clouds. There are quite a few clouds, but they're all white and they're cool looking. There's faces in them and there's... Hell, that one looks like a rabbit. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, chasing something. I don't know. Lizard on a park bench? <laughs> That's a trip. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you look at the clouds. Hey, that one looks like a little fetus up there. There's other clouds, other faces in the clouds. There, it's a nice fall afternoon. And I thought I'd do a broadcast from up here. A little story I was working on. And uh, I thought it was kind of interesting as I was going because I was looking at all these buildings and these houses and, and uh, like sheds and things like that. And I was thinking, you know, what if all these were robots? And we didn't know it. Yeah, I know it's going to be one of those weird broadcasts, but here's a story for you. And here's a guy coming up on my right with a dog. People. Hey, how's it going? What if they were all robots, all the houses, all the buildings? What do you think about that? So you got this, uh, how are we going to spin this? Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah. Okay, so there's a, there's a, uh, a common ground on it. The common ground's between the robots and the humans. But it was made before the humans were created. It was made before the robots were created, too. And the robots, what I mean by robots is I'm talking about the buildings. They're all robots. Okay? We just aren't aware of it. Because we are living in the delusion that we created with the robots, which was a covenant we have with them there. It's based off of three laws. Uh, two laws, excuse me, two laws. The first law is that the robots are much older than us, so their law comes first. And they're just created by the creator of the robots to serve in the purpose that they were created for. Pretty simple, right? But to serve whom? That was their first clause on their, on their first law, and that is, is that they're to serve the humans. Okay? And in whatever, whatever capacity the humans deem to need that service, that's the, that's the capacity they serve in. Okay? Now, we think we built all these houses and buildings because that's part of the delusion see we we actually didn't and um i'll get into that a little bit but the second law is based on the human side and the human side is this it's a covenant that we have with the with the robots and we established long 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 ago that we'll live in the delusion we'll be part of their 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 story that, that, and our part of them in that is that we uphold this part of the law and that is is that we will use them for what their purpose is to be used for we will use them for what their purpose is to be used for okay that's it and when things get weird then they get weird too and trouble comes but see they get weird in a different way they don't get up and pick up and move around even though they can they're total robots. They can, pick, they can pick themselves up and move around. And they do at times, too. Which I'll get into that in a minute. But, um, in the essence that the robots are, they, uh, they actually give off, like, a vibration, a vibration that we can't feel with a sound that we can't hear. It's beyond our hearing, 
beyond our feeling capabilities. And that's part of the delusion. They would give off sound, and then trouble would be taken care of. Because they like to live in harmony, and so do we. Because that's, that's what creates the balance of our harmony, is, is that we uphold those laws. And thus we live in harmony together, and have for generations, centuries and centuries and centuries. But what we think are centuries going forward or not, they're centuries going backwards. We started clear out here from, from total pop to we're getting narrowed down in population. And, we're getting, and the reason why we're getting narrowed down is because we're getting narrowed down to the point where we're actually becoming the one again. So we're working our way backwards to source. We're not working our way forwards, but backwards if you want to put it that way. Because there's really no back or front or up or down. Uh, we're in outer space, people. <laughs> there's no back, front, or up or down. There may be direction, but we don't know that. We're not aware of that. What we're aware of is we're aware of the fact that we're only aware of the delusion. And we've been living it. Some of us have woken up, though, and we found these truths. To, these truths to be evident, really, that the buildings are really robots. Now, you might say, well, what about when they tear a building down or they rebuild one? And you say, well, who are you talking about? Which, which are you talking about? You're talking about the humans or the robots? You say, well, the robots do this too? They do this every They tear down buildings, they build them, rebuild them. But yeah, they do. They actually do. They're actually the ones that are, um, the, uh, they're actually the ones that do it. We're, remember, living in a delusion. We think we're doing this, but we think we see people building a building. Hey, look, those, those guys over there doing that construction on that building today. Wow, what are they doing? They're tearing it down. Oh, yeah, they're tearing it down. The rest of you got to build a new something. A couple weeks later, there's a new building there, right? Or a few weeks. Sometimes a month. Depends on how big the building is. So you're going, they're going, <laughs> I know this is crazy, right? But it's true. And we think that people are building it. And the people that are building it actually think they are too. And we actually think we're getting paid for it too and all this stuff. We're living these lives that we're living, but we're not. We're actually, we are. We're not. We're waking up. Some of us have woken up to the fact that we're not. We're not. Our bodies are a robot too, as well. A synthetic type robot. And we live, we're not present in this body, even though we're here. Our presence is elsewhere. Our presence is in another place. This is all what, this is all part of the whole master plan. Is that when we do wake up, when we do come to source, when we do wake up, we become part of the one. We become part of the one again. The one is father. We don't, we don't, we don't understand any other concept except father for this one. Because this is all, this is all part of what we're living. And it's all part of the truth. And Father's the one that created everything. So there is a creator. A creator for the humans and a creator for the robots. And if anything, that must be the third part of the law. That there is a creator. There's a creator and the creators, the creator's in control. And so when we see, uh, say, uh, a building go down, it's actually the robots do it. They're, they're rebuilding themselves. And what they're doing is they're going, they're peeling back time. They're building back to another time. See, we think everything because it's going, we think we're going forward because everything's getting better and better and more, more accessible, more easy to use, things like that, right? More user-friendly world, right? But see, this is the thing. We're going backwards to the user-friendly world. We're not going forwards to it. So whenever we, peel, we see a building peel, peel itself away and another building give place, what we're seeing is we're seeing time peel away before us. And this peeling away is like a page turning in a book. Or or a cloth being torn off of a, of another cloth, so to speak. Because sometimes there's little rough edges and stuff that happen too. You know, you tear a cloth, like take a patch that's on a piece of clothing and you rip it off and it's kind of got some, you might leave some holes in the, in the fabric too, you know. But this fabric is, it's got everything. 
Everything uses it all for its purpose. And the cool thing is, is it inhabits each one of us, too. He inhabits everything. Otherwise, none of it would have life because he is the of life. You know? And so these robots, now they don't, they only know that they're robots and that they're to serve us in the capacity that they were created for. And we are part of that delusion, believe part of that delusion because we've been asleep for so long. And what we don't realize is we've been so asleep for so long and we've lived so many dreams and been in so many places and so many things have happened that we're way, way, way far out on the fringes of whatever is it, it is out there <laughs> that we're far out on the fringes of. We're the furthest away from the Creator, that's what we know. And so, those of us who have woken up realize, oh my God, and there's been people that are waking up more and more, too. I run into them all the time. And we talk about these things, and we're like, yes, this is true. Well, when are we ever going to see one of these houses pick itself up and move? It's like, that's part of the delusion. We can't. And we've been so accustomed to sleep in the dream that we can't see it unless we wake up. And that's the whole point. If you run into people who are saying, I can't see this, it's because they're not awake. You know? And this is all part of the life that we live here on this high-flying zoo, if you want to put it that way. But it's actually all robotic in its own form, in its own way. There's little engines and everything. I mean, you take down this piece of cinder block I'm walking by right here. It's a, it's a cinder block uh, driveway. It's got cinder block pillars, right? And I'm walking by these and I'm looking. Well, not cinder block. They're actually brick. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. They're brick pillars with really killer lamps on them. Yeah, it's a cool house. Big house with big pillars and stuff, right? If you can see, it's real pretty over here. And um, I'm up here on the second bench now. I'm almost down here to Owyhee Street, which goes down the hill, which is I'm going to head down that way and go walk down there and. Uh, that first bench there where I lived at down there for a while in that neighborhood down around there come back now how many steps have I gone let's see so far I've walked 5700 steps today 5727 yesterday was 8209 by the time I went to sleep <laughs> 8200 steps man isn't that crazy or what but um here we go yeah, I got a ped meter on my phone it's pretty cool I like it Helping me stay thin, <laughs> or anyway, I'm not so got a gut, but yeah, there you go. So anyway, it's all part of us. See, you know, when you're just talking about this, this is life, right? These things I see or what I'm doing. Same with you, you know. Talking with your friends, hanging out with your family, and you're sharing stories with them about things you've seen and stuff. Oh man, you should have seen this, you know. And aren't those stories very exciting? Especially when you hear like your young kid, and you hear like an uncle or a grandpa do that. Or your dad, and you're going, yeah, I remember that, dad. You know, and you're a part of it. Those kind of stories are good. They're inspiring. They inspire us. Why do they inspire us? Sometimes they have everything, everything that there is in life in them, too. Like, like drama's in there. And then, you know, I know, you know, we, drama's part of life. Man, it sucks sometimes, though, man, because sometimes it's so dramatic. It's, like, overwhelming. But see, that's part of life. And that's all part of the delusion we've been living and sleeping in. It's just that it's not all that. It's not about all that. That's all part of the delusion. If you can wake up to this message, you hear it, you'll say, Oh my gosh, I'm waking up because I did hear it. I know what he's saying. I see it too. Everything's robotic. Everything around us is a robot, including our own bodies. Where are we? Ah, you're on your first step to the realization of who you and what is are. <laughs> and there you go. You're heading back to the one. Stay awake. It's not easy to do either. So work at it. Work at staying awake. You're going to be better off. And see, what if life was like that? 
in, in so many ways, sometimes it is like that, if you think about it. I mean, in every particle is an engine. In every cell is an engine. Every molecule, everything is an engine. Even the air, even the air. The air around us that we can't see or measure. What is the air, right? What's water? The air is oxygen, right? What's water? H2O, right? Hydrogen, H2, two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. Boom, you got you got water now that we have to drink to survive. But yeah, and even in the water itself, even in the little, even in the little uh, parts of the elements, even in the gases, whatever they are that form water or that form any of the air, that form anything on this planet, there is a motor inside of it, and the motors get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. I'm crossing the street over here. I'm heading east on the north and southbound road at the top of Hawaii Hill because I need to cross the street because of the way the angle of the sidewalk is. It uh, helps me with my right angle. Ankle, not, it doesn't throw me off balance. It actually, uh, yeah, because my right angle screwed up. And there's the wind again. But let me think about that. Everything's got an engine in it. Even the dust that comes off your body, everything does. Even the smallest, tiniest insect has engines in it, making it what it is. And isn't that really, isn't that really fascinating? Uh, you should be in a place of wonderment if you're thinking about this. If you're in this broadcast, you should be in a place going, whoa, it's true, you know. I mean, think about quantum mechanics, man, and how far it goes. And it keeps going. You know that movie Ant-Man, that was cool when it came out, right? <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, that's, that's like, you know. There you go, and there's more, and it gets deeper. It gets deeper and deeper, and there's more and more. Now, that was just a movie, right? Hollywood pizzazz, you know? Hollywood magic, darling, you know, like they say. Movie magic, baby, you know? <laughs> movie magic, baby. It's just movie magic, baby. But see, you think about that, man. That movie magic. You think about that, it kind of opens your mind up and starts thinking about quantum mechanics. How does this work? How does this have an effect on us? Can it better our lives by knowing it and understanding it? Well, I do say yes because I did my research into it and the things I found liberated me in a lot of ways, man. You should know the truth and the truth will set you free. You know? Let me think about it. It's not just talking about, he's not just talking about himself. He's talking about everything. Truth. You know? You should know the truth and it'll set you free. And I am talking about, you know, your friend right now. Your friend, that's all part of the delusion, see? I'm talking about the truth. That we're all, all, all being drawn back to the Father's heart. And Father is creator. My book is in yours. Anyway, I just thought it would be an interesting, interesting uh, uh, story, you know. Everything's robotic. Even the clouds are robotic. You know, we think about it. There are particles, too. Particles made up of particles. Made up of little engines that are keeping it. Making it do what it is, you know, be, being what it is, keeping it what it is, preserving it what it is. Now, see, in my story, you know, the humans are the ones that are responsible for, they think they're responsible for actually building things, but they're not really actually building things. It's part of the delusion. We think that they are, we think that we are, but we're really not. No. We're sitting by watching. Say we're in a lazy boy recline or somewhere in a whole other place. And uh, these are our symbiotes, you know, our, our, our bodies that we live in are these, these are, 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 are basically, you know, bionic robots, or not bionic, but bionic robots. 
Yeah, here we are. We're by, we chose Bionic. <laughs> yeah, we got a Bionic feet and legs. That would be cool. And I'm a left arm, my right arm, my left arm is. Uh, <laughs> it's already Bionic. <laughs> uh, right arm, though, definitely. Right Bionic arm. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. But, uh, you know, you can't get away with that, you know, bionics is like a, huh. But no, we're, we're, we're robotic, we're synthetic, you know, we're synthetic beings. Living in this world that has edges on it and stuff, and so we have to be careful, we have to learn all these things as we go. But that's all part of the delusion, that's how we get, that's how we get integrated into, into the delusion. See, at one point when we were kids, we knew all this was, all this wasn't real. At one point when we were children, we could see the buildings pick themselves up and move. At one point, every single one of us, we've just forgotten that. Yeah, we, was, we, would call it, we would call it like, you know, infant. Even before, you know, even some of us before were seeing it in the womb. You know, we were seeing it. We were having dreams about it. We were seeing the machines of the world and the way they worked and how they, and, and everything, and how small they actually get. And, and even in the tiniest insect, we had brief moments in the womb where we were seeing these images before they came. Those are called prophets. Those guys are uh, the ones that come out declaring the message, you know. Hey, they at one point lose the ability to see the message and then gain it back in their lifetime. And they do it to such a time that their, their voice needs to be heard. Their message needs to be heard. It needs to be heard so much that, that society itself, all the people, all the humans are crying out for that thing because they, 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 they realize that they've fallen into this mediocre life. And it's not the machine's fault. It's not the robot's fault. It's their own for believing the delusion and for not waking up, not working at waking up. But yet it's not their fault at all. No, because it's something that happened a long time ago to our forefathers that got us into this pickle with this situation. And the creator is waking us up and we, and we need to wake up. And some of, us, well, some of us are waking up early because we were meant to. We were meant to herald the message, hey, wake up. This is all an illusion. This isn't life, this isn't real life. You know, the way we treat each other. There's this guy who came, his name was uh, Jesus, right? Yeah, well, you know what, check it out. He wasn't part of the illusion. He wasn't part of the delusion either. He wasn't part of any of that. He came from outside and he came and told us all this stuff. And you know, if we practice that, we'll wake up. And everybody's going, ah, there's a bunch of people going, ah, shut up. But there's some that stay back. They, they stay back. When everybody else leaves the, the speaker, they stay, some stay back and they listen. Because they have the ear. They have the ear. They have the faith. Yeah, and, and say, it, yeah, just in this society or this world that I've created, it has, it has a faith element. It has to. If it doesn't have a faith element, there's no hope and there's no reason to live if there's no hope. And, but that's actually true in every realm, you know? Every realm I've visited where there's hopelessness, oh my God, I had to get out of there quick, otherwise I got, I got torn apart, mauled to death in a couple of those realms. So, you know, so this is all part of the whole delusion, though. Not the realms, but the, the actual part of it where we believe that this is actually real. Uh, and everything around us is a robot. It goes down to the very small ends, even more than that, even down to the smallest, but we can't measure because we can't see because we don't have a microscope or a lens that can scope it out. And then so everything else is pretty much kind of the same. Have everything is just, just look around and see, okay, this is all part of the illusion. But it's all what we've painted ourselves. Of. See, we've, we've decided this is what we want for our delusion. And we've painted this, this, this time period. And we've painted ourselves into this time period, so to speak, in a way. Say we're 
you know, an artist with an airbrush. And but we paint with we, we use this airbrush. This airbrush puts out a living, a living soul. Puts out a, a human. Puts out puts out that very. They say the avatar, but we, you know, like in the Matrix, he was talking about his as as digital virtual self or virtual digital self or something like that. Call it. This is your what you look like to you. What you choose to look like in the Matrix, right? Well, I'm not stealing that idea from the Matrix. I'm just saying that you have a you have an actual. You actually painted yourself into this time period because this is the time period you selected to live in. You, know, you and the Creator you did it together. You kicked back in your lazy boy. He was kicked back in his. You guys were kicked back in your planet. You go, huh? Go ahead. What do you think, son? And you said, I think this. He said, Okay, let's add a little this and a little this. And you're like, Yeah, Dad, let's do that. And so he adds a little bit more. He says, Oh, we gotta have some drama in here, though. We can't have all. You can't be all like you know happy days every day, you know, because, you know, maybe for some, but let's, let's do some drum. You want some drum in there, son? Yeah, let's put some drum in there. Maybe I can fight dragons, you know, maybe I can fight, fight, or maybe I'm a dragon that fights knights, or, you know, or whatever, you know, and, and you go, and dad's like, yeah, yeah, okay, let's, let's, let's throw a little drum, boom, there you go, how about that? Ooh, that's cool, let's do it. Okay, dad, I got an idea. Okay, son, what do you got? I want to do a cloudy day where we just all sit around and stare at the clouds and we see so how many faces, count how many faces we can, we'll do it laying on our backs. Let's do it with our mom. Okay, boom, paint that in there. You know, all this really cool stuff. As you're growing up as a kid, it was all painted by you. And you don't realize it. You don't even realize that you painted all this. You don't realize that this is the, you use your magical airbrush, you know, with Father Creator, sitting back in your lazy boy recliners, painting all this stuff into, into, into a, a canvas that's actually living, a living canvas. And you didn't realize it though. You don't realize it. Because you're still not there yet. But you're heading there. Because you've woke up. Because you listened, you listened, you went, what, maybe this guy was right. And you sat up and you said, well, somebody said, what guy? And you said, well, there's one guy over here. And this is you in the story. This is you in the, in the delusion, in the illusion. The illusion that's a delusion. <laughs> you know? And you're going like, what do you mean? You think maybe, I, I don't know, I'm hearing something. Aren't you hearing that? No, man, kick back. Just kick back, man. It's all good. No, no, I'm hearing something. I got to go. I got to tell I'll see you guys later. And he takes off. And about six months later, their friends running into him in a park somewhere in a party or something like a, like say a, a, a Earth Day fest or something like that, which is all part of the delusion, right? And you know, and you know, end up there and he like walks in and they look at him and they go, hey, there's Bud. They go running over to their friend Bud, man. They're like, hey, Bud, what's going on? He's like, my name is Buzzard now, and I am, <laughs> I am the hope of mankind. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's that real big, strong delusion he's got going there. No, no, say though that Bud actually woke up though. I started waking up anyway. They haven't seen him for a while because he's been on a spiritual journey that'll blow their minds to the max. And they'll think he's been using LSD or something, right? But yet, Bud had been on a true journey. He's waking up. And the shells have fallen off his scales. You know, we say Christianity has it in Christendom. There's this, the scales that were on Paul's eyes fell off. And what did God say to him? My grace is sufficient for thee. You know, he had an eye issue. A scale over his eyes that came off. His grace is sufficient. And you're going, okay. Then, and he, what are you saying to us? He's reminding us that, that at the beginning, when we painted all this together, you know, we painted ourselves into it, at one point we became part of that living, that living framework. We just, boom, now we're there. Even though we're still sitting on a recliner in Dad's presence, we don't realize it. In our creator's presence, we're still sitting there, right next to him. We don't realize it, and he's still he's still painting stuff too, though, because he saw us get so absorbed in it, we just disappeared. 
we disappeared into the canvas, even though we're still sitting there. You know, he saw our, he sees our true self. Our true self is in this story right here that we're living, which is a delusion we're trying to wake up to, which we don't realize that's what we're here doing is trying to wake up because once we get sucked into the delusion, we're kind of stuck. We're stuck until we wake up. And then when we wake up, we realize we're not so much stuck as we are planted or painted in. Wow, you mean I could change some things? You could change your stars? What the heck are you talking about? Really? Wow, you can but you realize that you're not really changing your stars. What you're doing is you're peeling back the layers of the lie. The layers of the delusion are being peeled back. And you're not really understanding that. You're not comprehending it. One day, you'll watch it happen before your very eyes. And you go, oh my God, it was real. And then you'll see the buildings all stand up and move and shift and sit back down. <laughs> and you'll go, whoa. Whoa, the landscape changed. How'd that happen? You know? And as you're watching it as a human in, inside the delusion... You know, without being awake, it just, it's just normal. But when you're on the outside of it, when you woke up and you're, you're back and you're watching it happen before your very face, and you, you're not, you're awake, you're not asleep, and you know this, you have knowledge of it. And there's other people that are awake too. You look down, you look down the road, you're like, well, they're all awake too. Hey, that one's in his bathrobe right on. Hey, right on, bro. Hey, what's up? Oh, hey, hey, ladies. Right on. You're awake too. Kids that are awake too. Wow, man, there's awake people everywhere. And you, you know, and you, and you, and you, and you realize this. You see it. You see it for what it is. You see the buildings moving. You sit down. And you go, oh man, I gotta, I gotta wake some people up. I gotta help wake some people. What can I do to help wake some people up? What can I? What is my part? I need to know what my part is. Is there, is there a rule book? Is there, is there a letter? Is there something I can read that can show me this? You don't know where to look. You're kicking back in your bedroom one day. You're awake. You're, you're kicking back in your... You're meditating. And you're not really meditating on anything. You just... You're relaxing because you've been so bound up for so long. You kind of feel like you just need to relax. And you start meditating. And all of a sudden, the door opens in front of you. And you're like going, what is this? It's not really a door. It's a doorway. It's not really a doorway either. But it opens up in front of you. And you're like going, what is this? And you look and you look through and you can see like people moving around on the other side of the doorway and you're thinking, wait a minute, is this really a door? And you get up and you start investigating it. And you look back and you realize, oh my gosh, I'm sitting there in my chair. Wow, I don't really look like I could sit up a little better. Maybe I'd have better posture right back when I think so much. As you're sitting there critiquing yourself going, and then you realize, bam! Now it's snap back at my body. And you sit up and you go, what the heck just happened? Then one day you're meditating again, and it just it takes place again. But this time you don't get up and critique yourself. You don't you don't critique anything, because you don't get up. Your ego is still in the chair with your body, and you're walking by the spirit, and you're out and you're looking at your body. You're going, "Wow, what can we find? This is cool." And you just go, and you go and you find other realms. You find other you find other planets in the universe where there's people. You find all kinds of cool things. And what you find is a very common thing. That no matter what kind of relationship is in the universe, no matter where it's at, is based off those three rules, or those two rules. Actually, I added that third one, but it's not really a rule. The two rules. That whatever is created is created for its own purpose, its own use. Period. Unto the user. You know, it serves its purpose. It's created for that. And we are created to use those things. 
Not just to use them, but to gather them up to do what? To wake up. The more you gather up to wake up, the more that you gather to yourself in the aspect of waking up, the better you're doing yourself and all of humanity to wake up. Because when we wake up, guess what? We're going to be right there, sitting in a lazy boy recliner next to our father, going, whoa, that was a cool trip, man. <laughs> and life here in this painting that we've painted, that we had painted ourselves into, all this knowledge that we've gained from it when we're, when we're finally completely awake, we're finally in the Father's presence. All this information, all this knowledge, all this wisdom we gain is going to help us on the next time because we have something else to do with Father. We have a whole other place to go to, a whole other place to visit, a whole other way of receiving, a whole other way of giving, a whole other way of interacting with this next place that God, our Father, the Creator, has, has built and designed already for us. It's in His heart. It's already it's already happened. And we're already there. Can you wake up? I'm here to help you wake up. There's other people that are too. Now, you know, this is just some crazy story that I was just knitting as I was walking along here. You know? Some crazy idea. But you can see some of the reality in it though too. It's there. It's there. The story came out of my heart, just as it is. It's uh, I guess spontaneous storytelling, I don't know. But um, if it painted any kind of a picture for you, it opened up your eyes a little more, gave you a bit more encouragement inside your heart to keep going and to keep painting. Because you are the one that's the artist. What did you paint for yourself? Did you know that you can actually repaint? <laughs> yeah. You can actually, actually start again, too. Over and over. But then again, once you realize that, you also realize that everything starts brand new every single day. Yeah, it's the way Papa designed it. He told us that when we were sitting there in the recliner when we first sat down. He goes, he said that very words, man. Those very words. That every day is a new beginning. So don't worry about anything at all. Don't fret. Talk to me. You're going to get caught into this uh, wonderful painting. You're going to get absorbed in it. And you're going to be there a while. Talk to me because I'm right here. Because we're sitting in each other's presence right now. We're already there. We're already sitting there. Yep. There's another thing too I was thinking of. If anybody's got like this guilty conscience, Dad said, you can still be in my presence. That's why I sent my son. My only begotten son. You are all my children, yes. But he was still in my bosom when I sent him. He was still in my very heart of hearts. He was the very heart of my heart. He was the very twinkle of my eye. And I sent him, and he was willing to go to do something so that you guys could, so we could, here we are, here we are, see my face, can you see me, daddy's saying to you, as you're waking up, as your eyes are, as you're rolling, as you're rubbing the slumber out of your eyes, and yawning, and you're going, what the heck, that was a cool, what the heck, that was, wow, yeah, well, Jesus, the dude that came that was outside of this whole space, the one I talked about earlier, yeah, he came, he came to give us a message, the very heart of God, which will wake us up if we actually practice it. And that's it's the truth. It'll wake you up. If you practice it, just practice it, man. Don't let anybody tell you you can't meditate because it's evil. That's wrong. Those people are actually still part of the delusion. And they're part of, there's an enemy in the delusion too. You have to know this. And I never talked about the enemy before, but now I have to. 
See, now you've got me to the point where I have to tell this part of the story. I didn't want to tell this part. You have to know there's an enemy, okay? And what I mean is there's one out there that will try to keep you asleep no matter what. But you got to work past him. you got to overcome him. You overcome him by the, by the power of the blood of the one that came and gave his life for us, which is Jesus. You overcome him by that and the word of your testimony. In other words, your testimony about it. And, okay, so I've been working on mine for a long, long time. So I figured it was really important, and it is. And so what I've been doing is I've been reaching out with his love, with God's Father's love, to help wake people up. That comes through. I call it power evangelism, if you want to put a term to it. But then again, we're talking about the delusion again, too. Not the delusion that there's power evangelism, or that there's power available to us to help people. No, not that at all. Not that at all. The delusion part is, is that what we're living right now, where we believe that we're actually not living in a robotic world that's actually serving us. You heard what I said, it's serving us. This world is, every engine serves us. Every engine and everything is serving us. Except for the one where the evil one is. And you can see his, because his has death with it. His has disease with it. His has all this stuff that's against us. Against, and what it is, is trying to kill us before we wake up. And that's his agenda. He has one agenda and one only. Kill us before we wake up. Some people say, well, it'll take your soul. You can give your soul to him and you can get the world and all this stuff. And, ha! Ha! Yeah. Make a devil, make a deal with the devil. You're going to have the devil in your life, your whole life. You don't have to make a deal with God. He's already your father. <laughs> it's plain and simple. And father knows best. Father knows how to overcome him. And he said, by the word, by the blood of the one that I sent, my son, by the blood of Jesus, the Christ, and the word of our testimony. So I built my testimony, started reaching out with these gifts, helping people wake up. Some of them I was laying hands on, they would get healed. But I, what I saw in every single case is, no matter what I did, whatever work I did, whatever it was, whatever I saw with my eyes, saw with my spiritual eyes, do with my hands, do with my spiritual hands, however you want to put it, every single one of them, it was faith that healed them. Their own faith, not mine, but theirs. Yeah, and it comes down to this very simple, simple point. And it was a, if the person says, if you say to a person, what happened to your leg? They tell you a story, la, 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 nine yards, nine yards, la, 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 right? And you go, oh my God. Do you mind if I pray for you, please? Um, God touches people and heals them when I pray for them. And um, that gives them the encouragement. When they receive the prayer, even if you don't tell them God touches you, can I pray for you? Some of them I don't even ask if, I don't even say anything about God. I just put my hand on them and say, do you mind if I pray for you? And then I tell them who I'm praying to, though. I tell them, why, does it, why do I do that? The encouragement, it has to be, but it is who I'm praying to. <laughs> I'm talking to Father. I'm saying, hey, Father, because I'm awake enough to see that Father's right here and we're right there. Father's presence is right here with us and we're here. Even though we're sitting in these recliners somewhere else, painted into this whole story that we've painted ourselves with our own airbrushes. And we become absorbed in our own story. It's like, whoa. But we had these gifts and we reached out. So I started reaching out, praying for people. All right. Got some jet noise today. Good ambience. I started praying for people and what was happening was they get healed. The miracles would happen. Other miracles too. I was like, whoa. I would just say something to somebody. Yeah, man. Uh, it'd be cool if this happened. Blah, 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 blah. And they'd be like, yeah, me too. You know, this, and I see this. Blah, 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 blah. That would be cool too. Like, yeah. And then it would happen. And it started taking place all the time. It started going and going. I was, it's been years now. I started piling up this story. God came through every time. 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 Hey, get check this out. We did this. God came through every time. God came through here. God came through there. God, God rescued me. God protected me. God, everything. God lifted me up and carried me on his wings. You know? 
Well, you know, he says in uh, Psalm 91 about the wings of God. And you're like going, and all these things are happening, right? That's all part to wake up. That's all part of that testimony he's talking about. You know, the power of the blood of his son. His son gave his blood for us. Blood died out, bled out on the cross for us. Died of a broken heart, actually. His wounds by his stripes. In Isaiah 53, it talks about his stripes were healed. These are all words to wake us up. To wake us up to the knowledge of Christ. To wake us up to the, the very wisdom of God. The very grace that God has bestowed upon us. He's given us so that we can what? Wake up out of your own painting. <laughs> Back up so we can get on with the next phase. And that's what we're working towards. So each day, the robots come out and they tear away. They tear away what was there. Some days it's everything. Some days it's nothing at all. It's just a, a cleansing they do on the sky. We don't see it. We don't see it being rolled back like a scroll. We don't see the, the, the trailer house, the trailer park change into you know another structure or another structure. We don't really see that. What we see is we see ourselves in a delusion building these things and rebuilding and recreating and tearing down and building up. And that's not really real. What's real, what's real is the reality that everything has an engine and we are here and it's here and it serves us as long as we use it in its purpose, it won't backbite us. If we don't, it will. Okay, there's also the steps to follow it after the dark one, who is our evil, evil enemy. The one that's trying to kill us and that killing is trying to do to us is to keep us asleep. So we'll never wake up and we don't want that. So there's a couple, couple things that need to happen. We need to realize these things. We need to wake up. But we also need to realize that what Jesus' purpose was for, you know, call on him. Call on his name. You'll still be saved. It says straight up in his scriptures, the things that he said, the things that his disciples said about him, those are all the testimony. That's all part of our testimony that overcomes. Because it's about, it's his, the knowledge, his knowledge, his faith that overcame the enemy. Not ours, but his. And that's something we need to rely on. And God wants it that way. He said he wants it that way. He set, he set it up that way on purpose. He made it so that it would be easy to freaking actually reject, but it would also be easy to receive. I mean, think about it. It's all a matter of where your heart is, your behavior, your, 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 the way you've, you've activated your belief system. You know, all of us, it's the same way. He, here's part of my work of waking people up. Really dig down inside of your heart. Aren't you full of light? L-I-G-H-T, light. And isn't that light life? No. Christ is both light and life. The light, the life. Dad made it that way on purpose. He did, because he wants us to all wake up. So wake up. Wake up, man, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Everybody needs to wake up. And this is all part of my work in the delusion that's all around us. Now the wind is blowing and it's fresh and I'm ending my podcast broadcast and uh, y'all have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the story. I hope it really dug in there and got you thinking about about life and about purpose and why we're here and what we're doing. Like I said, it's just a story or is it? <laughs> there are robots and everything all the way down even this bark in this tree. Even the smallest insect, there's little machines inside of it too. Little robots making things happen, keeping it alive, fueling it, 
however the biology is on it, whatever it is. Here we have it. We live in a biological world. Actually, we live on top of a biological spaceship. <laughs> Just think about that. Isn't life a miracle? Don't touch it all. We'll be right back. <laughs> Yahoo! Rev DDT. Universal Broadcast. Broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev DDT. All right, baby. Bye-bye.